Hey, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Checking In, a Lodging DEI chat. I'm Leon Thomas. That's Miranda Kitterland Lynch. Hey, Miranda, how are you? Good. How are you? All is outstanding. All right. You ready to do the count? I am ready. Season number two, two episode number three. three. Yes. We are rocking on. I think we're going to get it this time. When we get up to like episode 20, <laughs> 25, we're going to get it. I'm going to start cheating it. and writing it down every time we do one. <laughs> okay. Can I go ahead and confess? Do you have it written down? <laughs> what? What was that? Paper and technology? No, no paper. No. What's that thing in your hand? That you write with. What is that? Look at that. Not only is it a pen, it's a four-color big pen. My grandmother used to carry one of those in her handbag to um, for me to use at church so I wouldn't fidget. <laughs> <laughs> so, so in church, you're doing this, making this sound over and over again? No, I would draw pictures on the back of the, the prayer list or whatever it was, the thing they hand out, the brochure. Oh, okay. Okay. So you were not clicking. You were, you were drawing and I was allowed four clicks per service. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my. Oh, this is good. This is good. We're learning more and more about each other. It it goes deep. And we're very in tune in sync because we both had our. (laughs) Yes, we did. And folks, we did not rehearse that. Just to let you know, we didn't rehearse it. All right. So another great show coming up. Uh, we have Mr. Horace T. Brooks with us. Miranda, go ahead and introduce him, and we'll bring Horace in to have a great conversation. Absolutely. So Mr. Brooks is the general manager of the Courtyard Courtyard by Marriott Key Largo. Uh, and while we've only been acquainted for um, about a month and a half now, he was a guest speaker at my graduate class, and it was just phenomenal. Absolutely phenomenal. And I said, he has got to come on the show. So. I'm so glad that he's taken the time to be with us today. All right, great. Let's welcome Mr. Horace T. Brooks to the show. Horace, hi, how are you? I am fantastic. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Thank you for being with us. Now, Miranda tells us that you spoke at a graduate class and apparently you you knocked it out of the park. What did you talk about? You know, I did my best. I wanted to go there and give the students not just information, but insight. And I told them a little bit about myself, my story my career, and I offer them, as I said, some nuggets of knowledge for them to take with them. So I thoroughly, thoroughly enjoyed my time with them, thoroughly. It was great. I loved it. And he was the first guest speaker of the day, and it just set the tone for the entire class. It was amazing. Yeah. All right on. That's good to hear. And thanks for being with us uh, here today on Checking In a Lodging DEI chat. I am glad to be here. So, Horace, um, I saw on LinkedIn that you posted something really cool, uh, and it started with effective leadership is terminating an employee and they hug you on the way out. Yes. Tell me about this. That actually occurred uh, when I was at the ho- one of my hotels in California. Uh, it came to a point where we needed to sabotage an employee and, and effectively terminate the employee. and. I was on task with doing so myself along with the human resources director. And when the employee saw me coming inside, she smiled. She literally smiled. We sat down, we went through the formalities, we effectively terminated her. And 
she and I walked out holding hands and hands and she hugged me several times to the surprise of the director of human resources that this person was just terminated by me, yet they were showing such affection and, and, and thanking me for all that I did for them. Uh, it just goes to show that when you lead the right way and management is one thing, but leadership is the next. And when you lead the right way, you lead from the heart, you put your employees, treat your employees as people first and employees second, they know that you're coming from a good place. And even though we separated on that day, she knew that I had her best interest at heart from the beginning all the way through to the end. I love that. That's amazing. Amazing. Uh, now I have to ask you, because this is a question that in season one of our um, podcast, we asked, I think every single guest. And that question was in your career in the lodging industry, yes. how many general managers of color did you encounter? I encountered, I'm thinking none. That's exact. That was my experience in industry. And that's the answer that most guests have. I think the highest that we've gotten is what, two from one person? Yeah, I think it was two. Yep. Yeah. So uh, being a man of color yourself and being a general manager, why do you think that is? One of the reasons, a couple of reasons. One, when I decided to get involved in hospitality in the, in the, the hotel industry, shortly after I began, I knew exactly what I wanted. And I wanted as I, I phrase it, I wanted the burden and the responsibility. Those may sound in negative words, but for me, it's a good thing of leading ladies and gentlemen and inspiring them to achieve things that they even thought they couldn't achieve. I knew I wanted that from about, after I was there for about nine months, I said, okay, this is what I want. And I was fortunate to be led by people who gave me opportunities after I showed them that I can do whatever, what I, the role I was in and prepare myself for the next role. They gave me those opportunities, the company I worked for and the leadership that was with me. And I worked extra hard to prove, because I know I had to prove myself more than most. When I was asked to be in this position, I had, I had for the last of the year previously, I had stepped forward into some, into some roles that persons had backed away from. But again, I wanted to prove myself. I wanted to see, show them that I exude leadership, not just being a manager. And I never forget the day I got the call. I was on a task force assignment and I got a call from my boss two steps up and he said, the vice president wants to offer this position for you. Um, what do you think about it? Would you, would you accept? I thought for about all of 30 seconds. And then I said, absolutely, yes, I will accept the general manager role because I understood what that meant as I am a person of color. And so what I meant for all those that see me and have contributed to my career, to see me attain this level will mean a lot to them. As a matter of fact, one of the leaders who I work with previously spoke to me right after I got appointed and she said to me, you made it and we are proud. So hard work does truly pay off. It really does. And I'm testament to that. You just gave me chills, mm -hmm. but the, you made it. And we we're proud. Wow, that's incredible. Yeah. Go ahead, Leah. That, that reminds me of um, before I started working in the hotel business, um, I had several sales jobs. And um, I was in Coriopolis, Pennsylvania. 
in downtown Coriopolis, which isn't a, a big town at all. And I had a briefcase in my hand and I was wearing a suit. And an elderly black gentleman came up to me and he said, man, you make me proud. And I kind of looked at the guy because I didn't think that I knew him and I didn't know him. But he said, I never thought I would see the day where a black man is walking through Coriopolis, Pennsylvania with a suit and a briefcase. And he told me how proud he was of me. And then he asked me what I was doing. And I told him, you know, what I was selling and, and all that. And we, we had a really good conversation. So it was just a point of pride for him. And, and Horace, a couple of minutes ago, Miranda asked you how many general managers of color you saw as you were coming through your career. And like you, I saw none. Yes, I saw none at all. I worked in, in companies that had many blacks in different positions, but never right. a person of color as a general manager. Right. And I was in, in operations for for 35 years and as longer in the business, I saw more. So what advice do you have for someone who wants to be a general manager? What what advice do you have for them in regards to mentorship? training education what is the best approach what would you suggest to anyone particularly someone of color who wants to be a general manager i, I am one who believes in planning for what you want to happen so if 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 anyone wants to be a general manager they need to lay out a plan of how to get there meaning the steps that you want to take the position that you should want to attain the knowledge that you should want in ghana in order to be ready for that position and that opportunity when it happens. It's not about preparing for the opportunity when it comes, but before it comes, you need to be prepared. So my advice then would be to education-wise, ensure you get the necessary education that you need, the, the, the degrees, certifications. Once you get inside a hotel, actually start working in a hotel, strategize, make sure you do lateral service, get to know as much departments as possible. If your opportunity comes to get into the sales department, do so. Because when you become a general manager, one of the things you're in charge of is making sure that there's revenue for the hotel, that people are coming in the door, there's heads in beds. So make sure you learn the sales aspect. But make sure you also learn housekeeping, which is truly the heart of any hotel. A general manager needs to know how that department functions and how it works. Then once you're doing all of that, let it be known what you want. Too many times, especially persons of color, we sit back and we don't let it be clear what we want. It's, it's not going to happen unless you say, tell someone, this is what I want, this is what I'm going for. Then they can make pathways for you as well. So put all those things together. Believe in yourself that you can attain it and go for it. There, in my rise to this position, there are two times that opportunity arise that I jumped at it. There was one time we had a vacancy in the, I, I used to work in a with Scotland residential division and there was a vacancy that came about. And I said to myself, the vacancy was very sudden, very sudden and the leadership team was gonna need some help. I wrote a letter and I offered myself to them and they literally put me in a position uh, on a temporary basis. So I went from a line level position to a leadership position. Because I was so effective in that four months, they said to themselves, we will never put you back into a, a, a hourly position ever again. And, and 
And this is what happened, and it should have happened this way, but it did. A position was created for me, and before I even had a chance to apply for it, they gave it to me. And I never went back into an early role. And from there on up, I've just continued my climb to become a general manager. And I, I sit here or stand here proud of what I've accomplished, but only proud because I have another chance to inspire those that I lead. I like it. Yeah, absolutely. This whole um, episode is just giving me chills after chills. <laughs> um, so I also, I don't want you to think that I've been stalking you on social media, but I did see another thing you posted on LinkedIn that I thought was really cool. If I can um, share it with our listeners and then have sure. you expand upon it. Sure. Uh, you said, when I became general manager of my hotel, I simultaneously became the least most important person in the organization. I'm okay with that. So tell me, unpack that for me. The higher you go, the more responsibility you gain. And the more you realize that those that you lead are truly, truly the most important ones. When I walk in my hotel every day at six o'clock or five o'clock in the morning, because I'm an early riser, I always take a deep breath, look around, and I understand what's before me. And I understand every day what my responsibility is. And when the rest of my staff comes at seven or eight, my housekeepers, my engineering team, my food and beverage team, I look at them and I say to, them, I say to myself, I have a responsibility to them. I owe them something. If that hotel was to lose me, it would still function. But if it was to lose many of them, it can't go on. I look at my housekeepers and I, I often say, like I said before, and I, I repeat this every chance I get, Housekeeping is truly the most important department in the hotel, and I cherished every day to walk through that door. When I became a GM, I became the least most important person in that hotel because they are more important than I am. Mm -hmm. Leon, can you tell why he was one of my greatest guest speakers thus I, far? I, I was I was just thinking that I was going to just say, wow, wow, to everything that you said, Horace, but, but also... I, I worked for a management company whose owner said, if you're the GM and you're coming in at eight and nine o'clock, you might as well go, you might as well go golfing. You need to be there early. And when you said six o'clock, I'm like, did this guy work for Vista Host and Michael Harrell or what? Because you way you said it, and it was it was so natural. I love it. But listen, you also do do consulting, and we want to hear some about your consulting work. We're going to hear about that when we come back from our break. You're watching Checking In, a lodging DEI chat. Our guest today is Horace Brooks. I'm Leon Thomas with co-host Miranda Kitterland-Lynch. We're going to listen and watch two commercials that were done by the in-house staff, students, and recent graduates of colleges that work for the Leon Thomas Group. We'll be right back. Renting is everything. It's style at your doorstep. Off the runway and into your closet. It's every trend you've been dying to try and every designer you've yet to discover. It's wearing it your way every time and making it count everywhere you go. It's never worrying about what to wear because something new is always coming your way. 
That's why renting is everything. New styles, top designers, all for a flat monthly fee. Start your subscription at renttherunway.com. Slow roasted over hickory fire and pulled by hand. This is the way pit pork has always been done. Pulled pork lovers, rejoice. The smoky old days are back at the smoke shack. Water, it's everywhere. We drink it, we bathe with it, we cook with it. Coffee's made with water. Toilets won't flush without it. It's used for... Washing clothes, dishes, utensils, pots, pans, floors, and our teeth. Plants and crops need water, animals drink it, and fish need it too. And don't forget, we can have a lot of fun in the water. Water. What will we do without it? I'm Leon Thomas with the Leon Thomas Group. Podcast, virtual events, webinars, streaming shows, and so much more. We want to be your partner in all things virtual. Welcome back to Checking In, a Lodging DEI chat. I'm Leon Thomas with Miranda Kitterlin Lynch and our guest, Mr. Horace Brooks. If you would like to be a guest on Checking In, a Lodging DEI chat, you can contact me. My email address is leon at the Leon Thomas Group. And you can also contact Miranda. Miranda, how do they get in touch with you? You can literally Google Miranda Kitterlin Lynch. I'm the only one you're going to find. That still cracks. <laughs> been hearing it for like two years now, and it's still the, the greatest thing ever. I love it. I love it. So, Horace, we want to hear some about your, your work that you do as a, as a consultant. Tell us about, about that work. And then, Miranda, I'll ask you a couple of questions, and then it will be time for our two signature questions of the show. Go ahead. Tell us about your, your work as a consultant. So as a consultant, I focus on primarily two, primary two areas. Uh, I am a leadership coach. So if there's anyone who wants to become a leader, an effective leader, that is, uh, I have a program in place where we can get you to that level that you want to be at. Uh, I always tell my clients that if you want to be average, then don't come to us. If you want to be better than average, then come to us if you want to be excellent. And I also do consulting work for small businesses, especially in the area of customer service. I am a proponent of doing customer service the way it should be done, right from the beginning all the way through to the end. And customer service is personal. It is personal. So we focus on those two areas, leadership, uh, professional development, 
and customer service at a high, high level. And I, I, I must admit that I take great joy in those two areas. Uh, for me, it's not work, it's all fun. All right, so your the contact information is there where you can contact Horace at HT Brooks Enterprises, the phone number 340-690-6333. And you can also send him an email at Horace at htbenterprises.com. Awesome. So I lied. I did social media stalk you. Uh, what, wait, oh, what? What's that? You, is that your phone out? Did you? You stalked him? <laughs> I did. What, it's um, out there and it's some good stuff too. Right on. In my, other, in, my, in my other career before hospitality, I was a public figure. So um, it's perfectly fine. Okay, good. <laughs> I didn't do anything weird. I just looked at your uh, LinkedIn post because uh, I find them inspiring. Um, and one of the things that you posted that you also shared with my students is um, your career advice to them was stay no longer than two years in one position, unless it's general manager, I think you said. Yes. Why do you think it's important to stay? Well, I'll just let you tell our guest. Why is it important to stay no more than two years in a position? My hope is that in hospitality, everyone wants to continue to go and accept. And like I've said, and I, I said uh, that that Saturday, if someone wants to stay in one position for the entire career and they're happy, that's perfectly fine. But if your your goal is to learn and grow and to get more increased position of responsibility, then two years in any position should be enough. If you're going with the mindset that I'm going to do what I need to do and move on because I want to keep learning and growing and excelling. So, like I said, the first six months. Learn everything you can about the position, everything inside and out. And the second six months, become the master at it. The third six months is very important. The third six months is where you demonstrate how much knowledge you have in that area, how much of a master you are. But what's important is that you do, you teach others as well. Make sure you teach others as well about the, that same position. And then in the fourth six months, to, to put it bluntly, get out. <laughs> I love it. Um, so I 100% believe that you have achieved the level of success that you have because of your hard work. I feel like you're a person that probably doesn't say no very often to opportunity. But I'm also curious as to have you had any mentors or champions throughout your career that have really helped you along the way? I haven't had any mentors or, or champions per se, but there's been some persons in my career that I have thoroughly enjoyed working for and I've taken something from them. One of those persons is a general manager that I had, Mr. Ron Halsey is his name, and he probably would know I'm saying his name. And he had a way of coming to me when I was in charge of the front office operation, give me an assignment and walk away. He never followed up. He never checked to see that I was doing it. He never said, did you get it done? He literally gave me the assignment and walked away. And he never came back. So after the second and third time, I said to myself, he trusts me enough to give me an assignment and never look back. And that meant the world to me as a young, as a young leader. It meant the world to me. And I never wanted to disappoint him. And as a matter of fact, when they gave me, when the U.S. Virgin Islands Hotel and Tourism Association named me the manager of the year. He was sitting right on the same table with me and he said, 
you deserve it. And I said, thank you. My, in, my victory, in my acceptance speech, I thanked him profusely because that confidence he had in me made me want to do well for him every single day. And I've never forgotten that. So I do the same thing with my, those that I lead now, I do the same thing with them. I give them the assignments and believe that they're going to get it done. And they usually do. I like phenomenal. it. Wow. Thank you. Great, great information. Great insight you've provided here today on checking in a lodging DEI chat. Now, Horace, we're rolling in now to our signature series, our two signature questions. All right. Here we go. I get the I get the first one. All right. Can I get a drum roll, please? First question is, have you ever had a Maryland crab cake? I have. Where? Phillips Restaurant. Where? In Prince George's County. Prince George's County. Okay, that's acceptable. Is that in Maryland? It's in Maryland. That's acceptable. You had a Maryland, a Maryland crab cake. I did. You know, I if you had said you had one in like New Mexico. It's not that you would lose instant credibility or anything like that. That wouldn't happen because you're so good at what you do and you're sharing it with others. But I'm glad you had a Maryland crab cake. I had you're it like, several, yeah, I had it several right. times. Several <laughs> times. Right on. All right. Awesome. So my last question is, if you could go back and give your 20-year-old self one piece of advice, what would it be? Do it all over again and do it even better. Nice, nice. You could apply that to every aspect of life, I bet. I do. Thank you so, so much for being with us today. I yeah. appreciate it. Boris, thanks again for being with us. And I wanna go ahead and run through all of your contact information so folks can get in touch with you if they wanna learn more about you, wanna hear from you, or want to bring you on as, as someone that can coach them. So we have your email address, horacetbrooks at gmail.com. And also regarding your leadership and coaching services, they can get in touch with you there. Yes. at ht brooks enterprises and a phone number 340-690-6333 only if they and want to be excellent though that's right that's that's right he you yeah. did say that that's that's right you know there's a there's a favorite phrase that my clients know i always say and that's and i mean this in the nicest of it but i'm serious when i say i don't have time to waste i like it i like it Wow, what a great, great episode here. Thank you so much, Horace, for, for being with us on Checking In and Lodging DEI Chat. I'm Leon, that's Miranda, that's our guest Horace for today. Thanks for watching Checking In, the Lodging DEI Chat.